What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my wonderful co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. He was all swack, by the way. Did I say that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I have, no, I have no disputes on my end. My man, my man. <laughs> and we got the man, the myth, the legend. He's an NCAA football legend. He's our NFL draft guru. You can catch all his work on NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Fellas, how you guys doing? It's all good, baby. It's all good. Yeah. So uh, just to start off, we I think we we felt something that we we haven't uh, or we saw something we haven't really seen in this town in a while. We saw a team do some wheeling and dealing at the trade deadline. Um, I can't I can't think of a time, well, maybe one other time where we got an all-star at the trade deadline. Can can you guys think of, of anything? All-star. An all-star. I can't That's recall. I can't I remember man? I remember Jake <laughs> White Sox the White Sox got Jake Peavy in 2009. Oh, oh you meant you you going all sports. Uh, you said all sports, all yeah. All sports, yeah. Uh, I, I can't think of any other. Rich Dang, Sutcliffe in '84. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's and that's weird to say for baseball that we can't think of yeah. one because it's kind of it's more normal in baseball that you'll see right moves like that versus King yeah, Griffey was past his prime. So. Right. That, that, yeah. 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 Yep. That yeah. I mean, I was yeah. happy they got Junior. You know, but. uh but yeah, it wasn't the I don't Cubs. Really ain't make no moves in that World Series year. Not for an all. Not an all. Okay. Or wait, 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 was uh, you know, they actually they no Mark Garcia Parra. No, no, no. You know what they did? They got um the closer, uh, Aradis Chapman. Chapman. Oh they yeah, they, that. yeah, they they took him from us. You know, okay, but I'm not a Cub and, fan, so that don't count. We gave him back. Right. Yeah, but back. it's 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 just a guy that pitches one inning a game, maybe yeah, two. Yeah. But the Bulls, Bulls made made some some big moves. Uh, they traded Wendell Carter Jr. and Otto Porter yeah. to Orlando. Yeah, woohoo! My guy's Nicola, out of here for Nikola Vucevic. <laughs> yes, you did ask for that. Um, and and Al Farouk uh, Aminu. Then they uh, they said, okay, we're not done. So then they traded uh, Daniel Gafford and Chandler Hutchison to Washington for Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner, and then say, you know what, we're not we're not done yet. You know what, we don't need Mo Wagner. We're going to send Mo Wagner to Boston and flip him for Daniel Tice. So, uh, so a big, big trade deadline uh, day for the Bulls. Um, yeah. I woke up a very happy, happy man with, uh, with Vucevic here, especially mm-hmm. since he gave us the business a few weeks, weeks before. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right. I, I man, I, I I love the moves that uh, our tourist Karnashovis uh, made in his first. Um, I guess it's his first his first real real deals as a uh, as a team president and the yeah. GM. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. doubt. Um, I think what I like best about the moves, aside from the immediacy of them, in terms of helping out this season, you know, however far we may go. I like it going forward. And I think yeah. that's what's really, really interesting mm-hmm. and more intriguing is that, okay, now we've got something to build around and not just for one year. This you, You're talking the next two, three years 
you know, maybe even going forward longer. So, um, and it, it opens things up tremendously for the Bulls offense. Now, defensively, there's still some issues as far as the starting unit goes. Vucevic is not, you know, the greatest defender, but he's not a small dude. He's not going to get pushed around um, and, and back down like uh, Carter was. But offensively, oh, man, it, we saw a little bit of it, too. It's like, you know, if when he's backing somebody down, which Carter didn't do, yeah. if no one comes to double-team him, he's just going to, you know, abuse whoever is on him. Or he can pass from wherever he's at. If someone comes to double him, uh, especially if they peel off of, of, uh, of our all-star, if they peel off of uh, Zach. Zach, thank you. They blow off his Levine. You know, that just leaves Levine open to take open shots. I mean, it just opens up the office tremendously. Um, even with the guy that I don't like this do here, marketing, you can play two-man game with marketing and Vucevic. You can play two-man game with Zach and Vucevic. It's a different two-man game. I mean, Zach, you can pick and pop. You can pick and roll, all those kind of things. But with, with marketing, more pick and pop, but you've got versatility to some degree. And every now and again, marketing might actually roll to the basket and do something. So, so it, it just opens things up offensively, and it gives you some presence in the paint, which is going to help their perimeter game even more so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I am looking to the future as well. I am – getting caught up in the last two games of, <laughs> of the okay. trades. And, and, you know, and that's like, what the hell? But it's like, <laughs> but I have to catch myself like, okay, this right. team hasn't had a chance to really get to know each other yet. And right. and this is, and this year we know we're not winning anything. It's about, it's about the future, you know? And so I, I love the moves. I mean, like you said, with Vucevic, like just watching them yesterday, like, him being able to create on the double team. If they try to send somebody, he's making the right pass. You know, with him, I think he's forcing everybody to move. And what I right. saw early on in that game, Pat Williams a lot of time will just stand there. And he benefited a lot on cuts, getting that ball from Vucevic and getting to the rim. And I think yep. having a guy like Vucevic is going to help him a lot because now he can move and not be standing there because what Carter getting the ball, he's looking to give it up quickly. Okay. Right. Looking for Levine. Okay. And Levine going to do what he do. So now with Vucevic having that ability to back him down, or if they send that man, he's going to look to pass it. I think it's going to help Pat will to be more effective. Uh, I loved what I saw from Tice yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the energy. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 the and the grit that that's something we talked about, like that right. that we needed, but but we still need some time. Like it's gonna be tough to get some practice time in. So this second half of the season is gonna be rough. And Levine is just out of sync right now, man. They're not healthy. That and, and and that's what I didn't I didn't know that until after the fact that his ankle is bothering him. Mm-hmm. You know, and so he probably will be out the next game versus Phoenix. You know, so, you know, but but the future is bright. And AK said, you know, he's trying to make this a destination for free agents. And although I wanted us to get a point guard, I really was hoping we could land Lonzo. I did like that we didn't go overboard to get it because we can address that in the offseason. And so don't give up more than we need to when – we can get that in the offseason when we can actually have an offseason program 
to jail the team together. So I was like, you know, I think they gave that BS offer of just uh, marketing for Lonzo head up just to see if <laughs> New Orleans will bite. Right, but, right. but we didn't go beyond that because I believe we probably will pursue him in off season and see if New Orleans will match the offer being that he's a restricted free agent. So I, I just hope will the Bulls have enough money to, to from get, from what I understand, they will have like 20 something million okay. in cap space, if I'm not mistaken. I think by moving some, I don't know. Not resigning marketing would probably help and save him some money too. Mm-hmm. And I think by moving Otto, right? Otto, yeah, he's yeah, yeah. I think I think a, a few of those moves were money based, right? And like I think uh, Tice will be a free agent after this season, uh, even though I would like for them to bring him back. But I think yeah, Tice, you know, Tice reminds me, of, and I hope it's not just because he's he's white and has a bunch of tattoos. Birdman, me a Birdman, yeah. Birdman, Birdman. That's what Shaq said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> with better offense, I think. With I think the, a little more, more skill. Yeah, with, with, more, yeah, with a little more skill, but but an energy guy. Same energy, yeah. 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 And similar body type. Similar body type. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right? yeah, You're going yeah. with it. But he here's those was, type of guys. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Here's the thing I was thinking as you were saying stuff. Uh, Smoke was that as far as not having a point guard, we don't have. And Sadaransky's doing an all right job. But he's to me, he's more of a backup point yeah. guard or yeah. more of that like satellite guard that can do, mm-hmm. you know, play different positions. But here's the thing having Lucevic, I think what it really does, it helps open up your offense. Because in lieu of having that point guard that we all want and think the, and definitely think the Bulls need to have to, you know, make their offense that much more explosive and, and consistent, you can consistently run your offense through a center through that post. And Lucevic commands enough of your attention that you're going to have to pay, you know, having some kind of regard because like I was saying earlier, you know, you can, you know, die by a thousand cuts, you know, that dude can, yeah. we've seen it. We, he's done it to us, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you just can't stop him in the paint and then everyone collapses on him and it opens up the game in the offense for everybody else. And you got guys that can not only shoot from the outside, from the perimeter, but they can also, you know, cut to the basket and slash the basket. That's the great thing about having athletes out there now. Yeah. Aminu, you know, Pat Will, you know, Levine, even marketing when he decides he wants to play, you know, all these guys can move to the basket. All these guys can hit from outside. All these guys can can play some type of uh, pick and roll or pick and pop off of Vucevic. So until you get that point guard, it's a great way to help, you know, your offense develop some consistency, which may help you be a little bit better down the stretch. So you're not losing yeah. some of these close games because you're trying to figure out how to penetrate when you can just you know, in, pass the ball into the post and kind of work from inside out in that regard. You know one. Uh, go ahead. No, I, no, I no you got it. You got it. You got it. You know one thing that Don, that I noticed too. Yesterday, I'm like, for some reason, we seem extremely deep now. <laughs> yeah. And 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 the reason being, Gafford and Hutchison and Cornette really wasn't playing. But I've seen Troy Brown on the floor. I've seen Javante Green on the floor. Of course, Tice has been on the floor. Amino didn't play yesterday, but he was on the floor game one. Like Dotson. it's like, you know, like the guard, it's, the guard Dotson. Yeah, Kansas. it's like it's like man, like we're deep. Yeah, like, like Valentine didn't play yesterday. Valentine didn't <laughs> like, play. Kobe and, was and out. Temple, and Temple went and Kobe was out. Yeah. And Temple went out with an injury. Yeah, I'm like, damn. 
Yeah, they got they got some. We bodies actually have a lot actually, of guys that can actually get on the floor now. Yeah, yeah. you know, and I'm like, you know, that's that was just something that caught my eye. But that like, that was surprised. I, I think Valentine has played well. It surprised me that they didn't get him out there. Uh, I don't think he'll be glued to the bench. I think he'll play. I think it was. Is he, uh, is he, is he just trying to figure? figure I think it's, it's. I think. I think it's more figuring things out. Okay. Because Aminu didn't play. Aminu didn't play right, at all either. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think who was um, who was I? Who did I hear say this? Maybe it was Casey Johnson said that it felt like it was a preseason game. <laughs> the way the way Billy was playing all the guys and just yeah. trying to it's like he's tinkering and trying to figure out okay what if I do this what if I do that you know so maybe that's yeah you're right because yeah, I mean that's what it was with the with the way the season is it's hard to really get that practice time in to really see what you have yeah so you they, they uh, I don't they, have they even had a practice yet I don't, no. I don't no. know if we know that. No. Yeah. And they play do they play tomorrow? They play tomorrow. Yeah, yeah they play, play tomorrow. That's yeah. a day between games. Like, and that's they'll a whole they'll game. have a shoot around, and that's it. So that yeah. So walkthroughs. Yeah. So with, with that being said, uh, I guess the question is how long do we need to give them to jail? Are we waiting until next year? Are we expecting something before the end of the season? Well, Connor Chauvis said he wants he wants to make the playoffs this year. That's okay. that's it's his just, goal. It just seems like we always go in these ruts when we on these goddamn West Coast trips. <laughs> well, at least it's not at least it's not long as they used to be. Yeah, I, but I damn, we got Phoenix, school. and then we got. I think we got another. I think we got Utah after that. Yeah, it's like fuck. It's not man. as bad as they remember the old the old circus trip and the old ice right. capades trip. The yeah. whole month, the whole month right. of November, right. the whole yeah. month of February. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not not as bad as it used to be. So that's. That's a good thing about the yeah. circus going away. <laughs> but you're right, man. Those man, those West Coast trips, man, are brutal. So to make brutal. the playoffs, how much time do they need to jail? They without practice time. Are we talking next week? I mean, it's only so many games left. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. I mean, they they're they're playing so many um uh so many back to backs and you know, four and five days. Who knows if they'll get the opportunity? They'll have to work it, you know, just figure it out on the court. I don't, I don't know if that's really feasible. So maybe they just have to be. They have to yeah. to to come together and and, and, yeah, we, and, and we gel gotta, somehow. I don't. I don't know how that how that so, works. Though. We got. So you're we saying gotta, after this road trip, <laughs> we got shit. After this road trip, it's still. We, so we got Suns, Jazz, Nets. Pacers, Raptors, Hawks. Okay, sounds like Pacers, Raptors, yeah. Hawks. So we need to make our move. Yeah. That's when we need to make a move. <laughs> but then after that, we got Timberwolves, Grizzlies, Magic, Grizzlies, Cavs, Celtics, Cavs, Hornets. Those are a lot of winnable games. They are a lot of winnable games. So, so it's we we just got a whole steady here. <laughs> And and like you said, the uh, what Raptors, Pacers, uh, Raptors, Hawks, Pacers, Raptors, Hawks. We have to, we have to, be making. We have to get two point. or three of those. Right, I agree. Two of three, because you know? and, and no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mm, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say because more importantly, we don't want to keep waiting for that 20th game because that uh, sandwich from Portillo's <laughs> really just is it, what is the, it the hell, 20th, man? Is it the 20th game or is it the 21st game? It's the 21st, but it's like <laughs> hell just to get the 20. Right. I mean, what is going on here, man? 
I'm, it's been it's been it's been three episodes. We've been yeah, at night. Right. What's going on? It seems so clear and attainable a month ago. I, I got a few days to save my save my ducats up. It's like it's like that it's like that insurance commercial. Old man home to fish your line. Oh, gotta be quicker than that. Gotta be quicker than that. Hey, let me ask you guys this. Um going on to the NBA. Um there's an arms race going on between the Always. Lakers and, and the Nets, it and seems. Nets. Yeah. Um, after Blake Griffin ends up in Brooklyn, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge <laughs> gets bought out. And, or was he traded? He bought. He no, was bought, he bought out. out. Yeah, bought, bought out. out. Yeah. And he Take ends up in, in Brooklyn. And then Andre Drummond is bought out by Cleveland and goes up to, the Lakers. to the Lakers and is inserted into their starting lineup. That's wow. Yeah, you know. Well, because AD's not there right now, so you know. Yeah. Him and LeBron isn't there right now, so yeah. so they're they're flying under the radar from all the criticism. LeBron, I saw. I didn't realize LeBron is going to be out like a month. Yeah. Yeah. That ankle is serious. Yeah. That high ankle sprain is serious. Yeah. Nice. So so that's what that's what's helping the Lakers fly under the radar in this in this madness. That's Everyone's crazy. mad. Everyone's mad at the Clippers well, for getting a 35-year-old LaMarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin, who everybody thought oh, you was mean done. The you mean the Nets? I mean, yeah, the Nets. Yeah. If, uh, if, uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like they got current superstars. Exactly. I think that's. I think it's because the it's, names. It's, it's the names. It's yeah. the name factor. But this isn't, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge from, from 2009. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I, that's what I keep telling people. I'm like, man, if Lamar and I made the post on Facebook, Lamarcus Aldridge and Blake Griffin came to the Bulls, people be laughing at AK. What do you think these guys about to do? But since they went to Brooklyn, right? Everyone is man, they former all-stars. Like they man, you combine the all-star pin. Okay, they ain't that no more. Lamarcus Aldridge right. is 35. Yeah, but when like, you have a but when you have a team with Harden. And Irving, and at some point when KD comes back, you don't really expect too much from them, though. But no, you don't. What you're going to get is going to definitely help them. You know, yeah, so, they're going to help the second unit. Yeah, <laughs> which that's the reason why they were bought out. <laughs> if they was all that, they wouldn't have been bought out. Exactly. Is, yeah. is KD coming back? Yeah, they supposed they say uh next week. Oh, real okay. okay. Yeah, they say next week. Look, if I'm KD and his agent, take another week off. Yeah, I'm yeah that's because that's that's why I'm like, people are like, man, I'm starting to get worried. I'm like, no, man, the dude came off a of Achilles injury, and the team is rolling, and he's not even playing. What's he need? He, a good a good 10, 12 games. Yep, because he's the easiest piece to just fit right back in. Yeah, yeah. He's the easiest piece to just fit in. He, if it was Kyrie, I would be like, "Oh, got to figure out how to get this guy in the lineup because he needs to be playing with them." But KD, he just fit in, and Harden is Harden is holding down the fort. Like, yeah, <laughs> is Harden an MVP candidate? Yes, candidate. He, he yeah. should be, but he's not going to win it. Right? Yeah, what you said. Why not? Because of what happened for him to get there. Yeah, I mean, you already got voters on these sports shows already saying that. 
<laughs> right. They right. already publicly. expressing it like publicly. Like they don't they're already putting it out there. Like so yeah. I mean, I think he deserves heavy consideration. Uh I think I if you ask me, I know we talked about it before, and I know I think it was me and you is that was with Embiid and GM was with Joker. I right. think the race now was Joker and, and Harden because yeah. Embiid got hurt. And LeBron like, got hurt. And LeBron got hurt. So I think it's a two-man race between them two, which catapults Joker to the top because of what what Harden went did in Houston. Not only that, but he's on a super-duper team. Yeah. You know, in terms of people's per- perception. Mm-hmm. Perceptively yep. speaking, he's on a super-duper team. So him getting 15 assists is like, well, yeah, dude, look who you're passing to. You know, Even they, though they KD work. ain't been there and, and Kyrie's missed his share of games, yeah, that's the thing going to matter. Right. They, get, they gonna, only, the, only thing they're going to know is they on the roster. <laughs> right. And, and, and you picked up Blake Griffin and, and Aldridge. So, you know, it's mm-hmm. just – and you got spite up shooters. So, yeah, you know, it's just perception is everything. So, Joker, it's like, hey, it's just you and Murray, you know? So, so yeah, I, I think Joker's probably going to end up winning it. And I, 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 I'm not upset if he does. I, I think he's been, he's, been, he's been the most consistent all year to me. Like, he's been, like, steady Eddie, like, almost like triple-double dude, like, you know, at least one, or, at least one a week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's, he's a doubles-doubles machine. And... He's a big reason, not the only reason, but he's a big reason, you know, why they win and why they don't even get, they don't really get blown out either. You know, they, they pretty much in every game. Hey, did Going you guys, for Utah, you know, talking about Denver. I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, 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 I was going to say, did you guys, um, did you guys hear about the story of LeBron recruiting Steph Curry? Yeah. What? No, I didn't. What yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I, I heard it. And he's been trying to lure Steph Curry to come and, down to L.A. And you know what? I have the best solution. Why not? Steph, go there. And NBA, you know what you should do? Just let Brooklyn and L.A. play each other and just have a playoffs with everybody else. Let them just play. <laughs> go ahead. Give the world what they want to see, a seven-game series of Brooklyn and L.A. Because that's what, like, I've said this in the past, the NBA needs to just eliminate some teams. They really do. They need to, like, I I get tired of hearing, oh, Giannis is in a small market, or Dame Lillard, he needs to get to a bigger market. Like, okay, if that's all that matters, well, okay, start encouraging them two guys to come to Chicago, because we're a big market. (laughs) We're a big market. You Chicago. You just eliminated the Milwaukee Bucks, huh? I'm just yeah. saying that's what that's we what the, we don't need them. That's what the media is saying. You know, like like they, the media was mad that Giannis signed that extension. They were mad, like like really, like parody should mean something, but the media really don't want to see that. They don't really care to see that, man. And it, it's like that's what makes the NBA so frustrating to watch. It's like. It, it really comes down to a couple teams. Based on the the popularity of the NFL, that more teams would embrace that that style, uh, would embrace the parity of of the league, like like the NFL has. You know, um, you think? Yeah, where you know, at any given year, you know, everybody has a shot. You know, even 
you know, the Bears yeah. sometimes actually have a shot in week one. Yeah. You think, hey, Jacksonville they has a shot next year. Could go. Yeah, yeah. Jacksonville had, yeah. Jacksonville was in a championship game not too long ago. So, yeah. you know, just a couple of years ago. So, you know. That's that's why you, football. You would think they would, yeah. That's, that's why it's number one. Yeah, that's why football fans like us with the Bears always bear <laughs> down. Bay, yeah, start the season. Green Bay, the, the smallest market in the league. I think we're close. <laughs> Green Bay has what a hundred thousand people in their uh, in their town. Yeah, and they all go to the game. One of yeah, yeah, it's one of the one of the top four teams in the league. Yeah, how man, how does how does how does that work? So and with with single elimination in the playoffs, any given yeah. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. See, well, in the NBA, know. when you get. It's, it's, yeah, seven want, game series. Seven game series. I, you know. I'm, I mean, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm. I, that's. I'm just saying. That's what adds to the football. Yeah, that yeah, adds absolutely. to that. To that. To that. You know, you definitely don't want to have NBA in a single game, <laughs> like NCAA tournament. You, know? <laughs> you don't want that. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be wild. But 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 that's what adds to the lore of the NFL, like. Any given Sunday is like I said before with the Bears. The fact that we get that week to just probably Sunday night to Thursday, we're pissed, and then we're right, and then we're right back with hope Friday, yeah, yeah. headed to Sunday versus with the other sports, baseball and basketball, get your ass whooped. Sunday, you, you playing again, probably Monday or or if not Monday, Tuesday. Tuesday and it's right. like, huh, I ain't yeah. get over this loss yet. So, <laughs> hey, hey man, why should you put in that we conversation? Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it for me, man. The Bears lose, don't talk to me to Wednesday, you know. <laughs> and then by that time, yeah, Thursday, I'm you know, I'm 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 pretty much back. But yeah, I, I totally get. What you're saying there. Uh, you guys want to move on to the NCAA tournament? Let's do that. Let's do it. The final four is set. Mm-hmm. It's <laughs> set. We've got Gonzaga representing the West. Baylor out of the South. Uh, we've got UCLA, the surprise team out of the... Which region are they in? The East. East. East and yeah. we've got the Houston, Houston Cougars Houston. back for the first time since Faslam Jamma days. So, uh, so yeah, I, I did not expect that. In fact, I think I had Houston out sweet 16. So, yeah, uh, so I, yeah, I did too. big, big shout to them. Um, but I think honestly, man, I want, I want Gonzaga to win this thing. I want the, the, the mid major, to finally get to the mountaintop. That's that's what I'm looking for here. Um, they've just played so well. But it's been the last, what, year and a half. They're, they're, they haven't lost a game since, what, January of last year. You know, Mike, there was a, you know, there was no tournament. No tournament. <laughs> because of COVID. But, yeah, that's, man, that's, that's a long time. And, of course, you know, I say that and I'm rooting for them and they're going to lose – <laughs> uh, they're gonna lose in the final four game to uh to UCLA, UCLA. But, but yeah, yeah that man that I, I think that would be so awesome just for the 
for the sport um, to see a team that, you know, was just built, you know, grassroots building of it, of a, of a, of a, uh, of a program, program. Yeah. you know, dating back to the eighties mm-hmm. and, you know, they finally gotten there. I think, I think that's awesome. Yeah. I, I don't think they're going to lose though. Yes. I don't, I don't think so. I mean, like, I thought today would be challenging. That, uh, that very challenging. I was watching UCL. I mean USC this tournament. They looked really good. Yeah, you said you said they were the best team in the tournament. They they looked like the best team in the tournament to me until tonight. Gonzaga <laughs> and 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 early on when we talked about college basketball, I said how Gonzaga and Baylor were head and shoulders above everyone. But I think I got fatigued with them, and I think. I know Baylor lost a couple games, but Gonzaga started having tougher games in their conference, and I and it could have just been they were just bored. Like, but yeah. in this tournament, I felt like they hadn't been challenged. And I'm looking at who USC played, and I'm like, man, looking at these guys, I'm like, how did we not know this team was that good? And then, like and then Gonzaga said, no, they ain't that good. Like, don't get it twisted. Like. We are we are like that. Like we are really that good. Like, and they showed me that today. I thought the thing was, I thought USC defensively was was good enough to to challenge them, especially with the Mobley brothers being big on the interior, and it was going to be tough for Timmy <laughs> to do his thing. And he was hands down the best player on the floor. Like I'm like. Golly, these guys can't even stop this guy. And Evan Mobley is going to probably be the second pick in the draft. Like, and he couldn't do nothing with him. And, you know, and and they just really showed me, like, yeah, the team I, I said early on is really the team. It's that team. Like, like don't, 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 don't fall back on what you thought. Like, don't start overthinking. Believe right. what you saw in the beginning. And that's what <laughs> – and that's what Gonzaga showed me today. So basically what you're telling me is you that kid that would take the test on the Scantron and you would erase your answer, <laughs> go back, and then circle the other one. <laughs> so just leave, it the answer. leave it at C, man. Those changes to A. Don't, don't yeah, be that dude, man. Man, man. And, and, and now, granted, I did pick Gonzaga to make it to the national championship game. I, I went with the hometown team. Just because I was just doing a bracket for fun. I, I, if I really was doing a bracket for anything, at the start of the tournament, Gonzaga would have been my champion. Hands down. But Don't backtrack now. Don't backtrack no, 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 no. now. No, that, that's the homer. truth. Be like ass. Be a homer. It's okay. <laughs> but, but, I I, but I did <laughs> think this was the game that, will, that had the potential to trip them up. I, I still think I still had them still I, I was 50 50. I saw them losing and I saw them winning. I didn't see USC just coming in and running them out the gym, but I thought it would come down to a possession and USC could possibly come out on top or <laughs> does I come out top? Nah. Start to finish. <laughs> Start to finish. And and yeah, so where did UCLA come from? Uh, California. Uh, uh, man. 
I didn't what? hear I didn't hear anyone talk about Dude. UCLA all Not season. At twelve, it's been a long time since UCLA has been on anybody's radar. I mean, we're going back to maybe late nineties, early two thousands, and then even then, it was just like. You were hoping that maybe they might get back and they could possibly be what they used to. No, never mind. Forget about it. It's not real. They're not the real deal. So it's just like they was like, dude, like whatever, man. Y'all, y'all, you, y'all, just living off reputation from the seventies and the sixties and the early eighties. It's just mm-hmm. they were a non-factor. The fact that USC was looking like the team in LA, you know, what I'm saying as far yeah. as college goes, not UCLA. I do. I I literally did not have them getting out of the playing game. So the fact that they're here now just blows my mind. It is phenomenal, and it, we, I'm acting like they're like a mid major. I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a, it's a historic they're, they're, they're program. Blue blood, yeah, yeah, historic blue blood. But that that blood's been thin for some long, long, <laughs> long years. <man. laughs> but they they are literally on that tournament roll. Every now and again, you know, you get that yeah. tournament team that just seems to be mm-hmm. destined. For whatever reason, and they're the they're those cats right now, um, but I think they're going to come up against a team that's just like uh, as they've been steamrolling. I mean, it was Gonzaga. I, I forget the streak now. Is it 27, 28 games in a row or, or whatever? Yeah, a double digit victory. That's just crazy. That, yeah, that is phenomenal. So, so yeah, I man. I mean, look, dude, you asked me who's on UCLA. I couldn't even tell you, bro. <laughs> but, but. <laughs> But I, I got Baylor winning the whole thing. That's who I picked from, from the beginning of this tournament. After I saw what they did to Illinois during the regular season, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. man, these dudes, they they're, they look like they were, like, grown men. Like, hey, what y'all doing out here playing basketball? They say, hey, man, can I, can I play with your ball? And you never see it again. They, 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 them those dudes, <laughs> you know. So so I got Baylor winning the whole thing. But, I, hey, look, Baylor, Baylor and Gonzaga, if they meet in the finals, I will stop what I'm doing and watch that game. That's the, that's the final I want to see. So the Big Ten, overrated. Who? The who? The what? The 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 <laughs> the, 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 the really big guys. You know what, man? In the North. <laughs> you know the Big Ten is funny, dude. They do this all the time. Whenever they're like the most dominant team going into the tournament, they're the biggest flops. And when they when you expect the least, Wisconsin makes it to the finals. It's like what? You know, or or the Michigan team that, you know, was a little engine that could, which is funny because it's Michigan. But sometimes you just don't expect well, Michigan's playing for the final. You're just like, I didn't expect you all to, be, you know, in Michigan State. And eh, Michigan State's got nine losses, 12 losses, and man, make it to the tournament. Michigan State, Tom Mizzle's seventh <laughs> Final Four team. It's just like, okay. That's why, I, that's why I hate picking Big Ten teams in a tournament because when they're not supposed to do something, they clown. And when they're supposed to do something, they act like clowns. So it's just it's, it's clowning one way or the other. And I'm the one that usually gets clowned both times. So they're very frustrating. But, I, you know, it's a tournament, man. It, it, anything can happen, man. It, it's, it's just one of those things. I think sometimes when you have more teams from your conference, it seems like you just end up losing more. Obviously, you have more mm-hmm. teams. But it just, it just seems like, man, you guys are disappointing. <laughs> it's just like, well, I mean, what are you supposed well, to do, if, you know? If, if, and if you look big picture. Oral Roberts was better than what everyone thought. Yeah. True. A lot of these teams were. Oral Roberts were what Oral Roberts got to the Sweet 16, right? Yeah. And they, and they you know, of course, we all game. we all think Loyola should have been rated higher than they were. Oregon State. You know, UCLA is in the final four. 
you know, they, they beat Michigan State. Crazy thing to me, I had Michigan being one of the first teams out, and they made it the furthest. <laughs> I had them losing right. to LSU. <laughs> yeah, me too. But, you know, so it, it's like you said, it's just the tournament, man. It's, I, it's, I actually got Michigan right. I got Michigan. I had them getting to the Elite Eight. They they bowed out right when I said they would. Yeah, that's about all I got right. <laughs> <laughs> I got that one right. Yeah. Hey, speaking of speaking of Loyola, um, they went down to Oregon State in the Sweet Sixteen. Um, Cam Crutwick has an extra year eligibility left if he wants it. Go back to school. Do you do you come yep. back for that for that one year just to try to try to. Uh, Try to find that magic again? Uh, no. I mean, if that happens, great. I think you go back just to become a better pro. Yeah. If you're in a mid-major, man. I think you should go all four years unless you're just dominating, dominant, dominating, dominant, dominating. I mean, you have to be like the clear number three. Well, no, this would be three. this will be his fifth year, though. No, I, I still just you go. I'm saying you, whatever eligibility you have, you max it. <laughs> <laughs> because it'll, it'll just make you a better player. You know, it, it'll, it, I think, you know, if you do do that and your team is good and you do come back to the tournament, the tournament gives an opportunity for more eyes to be on you, mm-hmm. you know, and it can help raise your, your stock. And if you're playing with guys in a system that fits you and that you're familiar with, you can look better and you can improve your stock to some degree, at least in people's eyes. So I would come back for another year. Yeah. Cause I mean, what he's going to be, second round to to free agent signing yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like why not come back and try and increase your chances right. of potentially working your way into that first draft first round. It might end up being a weak draft next year. You know, you never know what can happen. You know, so I say go back. Right. Plus you in the city of Chicago, man. I mean, it's not like you were some, you know, Bumbletown team yeah. or, or city or some some tumbleweed city. You're in Chicago, you know, and you can you can hang around the Bulls uh practice facility every now and then. You never know, you know, <laughs> just you just start hanging around. You're loyal because you're Loyola and you're successful as far as the college program and you're one of the premier players on that program. You know, the Bulls, people, they, they'll know who you are. So you mm-hmm. never know what rubbing elbows can help do for you, you know, in that in that respect. So, so no, I would stay, man. And then if, if you're done with school, man, you're just chilling, playing ball. <laughs> you, you're at, in, in a small way, you're actually preparing yourself for what it may be like to be a pro in terms of you don't have school. All you're focusing in on is. Well, no, you still have to take a full, you still have to take a full, uh, full course load. You got to take at least 12, 12 credit hours. You can't be a graduate playing on the team. Well, you, you, you yeah, if you still, grad, you, you have, have to take grad. Have to take, you have, right, you have to, to take pursue your classes. master's. Right, right. You you, you can't yeah, just go. You, to, you, you can't just you play ball and not not go to school. That, that's not allowed. Maybe you took twelve hours of all the stuff. That, you know the basketball classes you didn't take, and the swimming classes you didn't take. Well, that's the thing. Loyola Loyola is an actual you know academic institution. So I don't know if there <laughs> I don't know if there are any basket weaving classes <laughs> offered at Loyola. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. So I think he has to, he has to he has to weigh that decision as well. But if, if it's him, and then also uh, uh, what's the the guard um, number one, Lucas Williams. Williams. Lucas. Yeah. They they have the opportunity to come back again, and I th- if they if they came back, 
you talk about a team that could possibly be preseason top, top 15. Team. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they could be like Butler was for a while, you know. Uh, and like we talked earlier last time, maybe they mm-hmm. can try to and be be there to help with the recruiting process and turn Loyola into that Gonzaga of the Midwest or, yeah. or have that run like Butler did for a while, uh, you know, several years ago. So. Man, I, I just, like, what's the purpose of leaving? For what? Like, I look at, speaking of Gonzaga, Zach Norvell left for no apparent reason to go to the NBA and didn't went undrafted. And now it's just floating around. I don't know where. Imagine if he was still with this Gonzaga team. How good they would be. How how great they would be. You know, like, like I just think of stuff like that. Like, you went to pursue something when you knew it wasn't even there. And you didn't have to go. Like, go back and improve your chances. Your chances may stay the same. But at least... You exalt every chance you had. You left no, you left no decision on whatever, however you say the term. You you you, you left it no term. Yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. like you you took every chance you had that was afforded to you. You had another year, you took that chance, and nothing changed for you. Okay, but at least you gave yourself that that you at least know inside, like, hey, if I would have left last year, I wouldn't have had this year to possibly make the final four or possibly win a national championship. And improve your stock. And improve my stock. Like, you know, like so, man, like I'll I'll go back to Harvey. I would do it just to have the opportunity to stay in college one more year. I would give anything <laughs> to have one more year. Went to Hampton. College. Oh my God. Went to Hampton. That's right. <laughs> Loyola don't, don't compare. Well, but I mean, I'm just, well, I mean, I, mean I'm I, don't, saying I don't want them Aww. to hear this and think I'm telling them, you know what? Because you know what? You don't, know what? don't love you your school. Because Loyola's, Loyola's good. Go back Loyola, to school. Wait, wait, wait. Loyola's got, <laughs> you got, you got Northwestern right up the road too. So you got, you know. Yeah, it ain't too far. Yeah. 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 So you got, it's, there's some things going on up on the, yeah, up, up some, in Rogers yeah, Park, man. There's yeah, some things yeah. going on. Yeah. 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 But yeah. it ain't happening. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, I would. Oh my, I would give anything to be able to go back <laughs> for just for just one semester. Oh, I do that in a in a heartbeat. Hey, let's move on to NFL. <laughs> uh, we got some news out of the NFL. The owners have decided to add one more game to the regular season, so there will be a seventeen game season and they'll play those 17 games in 18 weeks so only one one by um and our bears will be going to las vegas so i'm not a big fan i'll I'll be the first to tell you i'm not a big fan of the of of adding a game just because i think that the the nfl are hypocrites when it comes to player safety but they'll take the money for it for the games but uh I wouldn't mind taking a trip to Vegas <laughs> for a Bears Raiders game. Speaking of hypocrisy, yeah. I'm all in for that. So, uh, so yeah, what what's you guys' thoughts on the on the uh, on the on the extra game? Uh, you know what? They look it. 
before this, you had four preseason games, and fans were still getting charged with the preseason games like they was regular season games. Mm-hmm. So now, I look at it as far as fan, you're actually getting your money's worth for one yeah. game, and it's still the same 20 games they were going to be playing anyway. Now, granted, well, no, not no, all those guys. Right, nobody played the, the, the fourth preseason game. Right, but they played a preseason game, and, and maybe they don't play the third one as, as, as hard because they realize that, you know, they just need to – they have a oh, yeah. you know they have 17 games so I, and, and then the preseason games the last couple of years, especially if you're a Bears fan they didn't play anyway. Yeah, I was gonna say you if, you're Matt, if you're Matt Nagy, you don't you don't think right. preseason is worth anything. So right, but with all these OTAs and the way things are, I, I think for the most part, for your main players, they're gonna play you know sparingly anyway. I, I'm not I, I'm with you. It's somewhat hypocritical of the. NFL to mandate a 17th game that's you know that's a regular season game I think if not this year which I don't think they'll do it but going to next year they need to figure out how to give them two buys I think if you give them two buys during the year I think you can make that seem a little less hypocritical yeah I agree with <laughs> you know? that and, and it helps their bodies um so on and so forth uh so I can live with it. I mean, look, I was going to say I'm going to date myself. I remember when they played. <laughs> I remember when they played 14 games. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're old. <laughs> and, and they jumped to 16. I'm like, what? 16? I'm like, how? I don't understand. The records, everything's going to change. A thousand yards isn't going to mean what it used to. You're running back. You know, think about that. OJ got 2,000 yards when it was 14, 14 games. Yeah, yeah. That's so impressive. That's, that's very impressive. That's and the impressive. team wasn't really that good. So, but no, I, I don't think, I think 17 just, you know, makes it weirder for us in fantasy football. <laughs> you know, but other than that, it's, it's one more game. I, I, I think they'll be all right. It's, it's still... It's still 20 games that are on the schedule. There's just not an extra game on the schedule, so to speak. So I, I think they'll learn how to manage. But, the problem and, is, but that 17th and, game, like, like it's going to go into like the second week of January now. Yeah, whatever. Game. Yeah, yeah I, whatever. Most of these teams play in domes. You got like, what, eight teams that maybe play out weather? Our team, team Bears Bears going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah going there to you Vegas. go. Yeah, that's that's a dome. <laughs> I mean, my – I. I I understand the, the hypocritical part on the health-wise, but at the end of the day, the players signed off on this. They knew the potential of this coming, and they signed off on it. But they, but, okay, but all the players are complaining now. But, the, but my question that, was, what's up with their union? Clearly, they don't. They clearly, <laughs> I don't. I don't understand it. They are clearly those guys that. Oh, a deal is done. Let me sign. Don't even read the fine print and, <laughs> right. and let it go. Yeah. Because right. they always complain when this stuff is clearly in the collective bargaining agreement. Yeah. Like it's like, do you know what you signed off well, on? Well, but you know what though? A lot of a lot of guys um weren't a part of the last uh CBA vote. So like for this one, yeah. well, hey. So maybe that's why that's why they're you know they're 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 a little little mad about it. Like this, you know, this next this upcoming CBA, um, it'll be tough. It's going to be well, not even not even that. It's going to be for the next generation of players. A lot of the guys, or let me not not the CBA, but 
the next television contract, which starts in 2023, with where like it's just gonna be silly money where the cap's gonna go up to possibly by 2024, the cap could possibly go up to like 275 million, right? A lot of the guys that are playing now aren't gonna see that, right? So you really, you know, this this next upcoming CBA is gonna be signed, but it's gonna be for the next generation of players. You know what I'm saying? So the NFL Players Union needs to they need to have a sit down with Chris Paul or something and figure <laughs> out because well, they, they you really need baseball. They really need MLB's union. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the best. That's the best. That's the best world. one. Yeah, yeah, they they yeah. got. I mean, because yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> when, when it comes to these players, NFL stands for no freaking leverage. Yeah. Cause no freaking leverage. Because they, they back down ASAP to them owners. Yeah. They back yep. down so fast to them owners. It's like, hey, you get what you, you bargain for. <laughs> <laughs> NBA and MLB, they, they gonna strike on you in a heartbeat. They don't, right. hey, we gonna strike. And them owners, <laughs> them owners get right in for football. Now, see, it's been it's it's universally known. It's about the shield. It's the right. shield, and them, right. and you know, and, well, they, and them. <laughs> the owners will lock them out. <laughs> the last time, owners locked them out. You ain't gonna strike. We gonna lock you out. Well, okay. <laughs> well, why you gotta go do that? <laughs> you know, well, so. it worked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It worked. Hey, GM, I need to have yes, guru here. So, right, um, right. Ohio State's pro day was today, and mm-hmm. Justin Fields ran a 4 4 4 40. Yes, he did. Where you got him in your quarterback rankings right now? Uh, he is the eighth quarterback off my board. <laughs> Because the better he does, the better the he does. They talk apparently, the worse they talk about. The worse they talk about. And the more he seemingly falls down the 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 ladder. I mean, the fact that someone spoke blasphemous about Mac Jones maybe being the third quarterback taken is just blowing my mind. Now lately, I have seen and heard some other people talk since, so I feel a little bit better. But I was losing my SHIT. Earlier this week, like, are you kidding me? Like, I wanted to, I wanted to just hit my fist through a wall. I was upset. Like, how is this happening? Like, I don't understand this world. How is this happening? And Mac Jones did not have the best pro day today. He, you know, he he mm-hmm. was he was okay. You know, he wasn't great, and he's overthrowing people. I like, do. How are you overthrowing a cat who you throw to? You know, <laughs> indoors. With nobody on him and nobody yeah, coming at you. That's tough. That, it's tough to have a, a, a bad pro day at, at your own place. It so is. That's, that's tough is. to do. And and that's why some quarterbacks don't throw. Because you sometimes you're gonna only look worse. You're not gonna really enhance yourself. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not gonna put you through. Maybe at the combine it's a little different because now you're competing against other people. But when you're at your own pro day, <laughs> you can only look worse. Ask Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> you know, he didn't look too good this pro day. It dropped him down, you know. Uh, but you know, it's it's dude, it's it's anyway. I'm sorry, I'm getting off track. Justin Fields. Um, 
I still have him number two, to be quite honest with you. I, I don't understand how a man who's 6'3", 230, runs a 4'4", tree trunks for legs, with poise and presence all the entire year, somehow because he had two bad games that he won against two teams that finished top 15 in the country. Hmm. Um, and his only two losses in his career, he goes 22 and 24. His only two losses in his career, his entire career, are two playoff games. He loses to uh, two teams, one that played for the national championship in Clemson a uh, year before last, and then he loses to the national championship uh, team in Alabama because they played against them after he got his revenge beating Clemson, the team he lost to the year before. Hmm. So, and that, you know, that, but he's a man who's played tough through injury while being injured in a game. We've seen him fight through against Michigan State in 2019 to win that game. And we saw him in the playoffs against Clemson come in and be accurate after being injured and every throw hurt him. And he still threw for four more touchdown passes. I just can't understand it. It's just, it's ridiculous to me. And then Mac Jones is like, hold on. So, I thought we went through this before with Trubisky when we found out if you didn't play at least 30 games or 25 games or 20 games, like if you just played 13 games, that's not enough, you know, to, to understand how good you really are. Aren't Mac Jones picked up last year when Tua got hurt at the end of the year, he played with maybe two, three games, but then he played 13 games this year. He still hasn't played 20 games. He passed behind a professional offensive line. Hell, his left tackle won the Outland Trophy. His center was like a top three for the Remington Award, which is for centers. His receivers, all three are going to be taken in the first round. His main receiver won the Heisman. How does a receiver win the Heisman and the quarterback who's thrown to him that won the Heisman? I don't understand that one. But his receiver wins the Heisman and the Melitnikoff Award. <laughs> his one receiver didn't even play the whole season. He's still going to go first round. And when he took over for Tua last year, he threw to Jerry Judy and Henry Ruggs, who also went in the first round. And he's heading off to a running back who arguably could go in the first round. But this is the dude that you're telling me after under 20 games, he's that guy? But you're telling me that Fields, who's played more games, isn't? I, I just, I don't understand it. And then Fields, for some reason, was followed behind Trey Lance. Here's a dude who plays in a completely different <laughs> league that's a lesser league, hasn't played all year, but one game and looked rusty doing that. Now, granted, he's 14 easy. and 0. He's easy on the FCS, man. Yeah, whatever. He's 14 <laughs> and 0, and he's throwing an interception. Okay, but who has he really played? And they're telling me that, that, that Fields is behind this guy. This guy miraculously got better by not playing. And then let me, let me start with Mr. Zach Wilson. Mr. I throw and thrown passes against people that nobody knows who the schools are for the most part. Or most of them are schools in the Southwest or the Northwest, somewhere between Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, and, you know, who knows where else. And then when he goes up against Coastal Carolina, they make him look average, but somehow that doesn't drop him. He ascends after that. I just, I don't understand, man. It's like they keep moving the goalposts and the explanations. It's like, well, you give me this explanation or reason why Zach's not good, but then you don't apply that same reasoning when it comes to the person. I mean, that Justin isn't that good, but you don't use the same reasoning when it comes to Zach Wilson or Mac Jones. It's it's very hypocritical, and it makes you kind of look sideways, like, what's going on here? Like, did, did Justin Fields, you know, piss somebody off? I don't know. But I think after his pro day, running a four- He did piss somebody, piss some people off. I think he did. The way he left Georgia, I think, Oh, no, but, I wasn't going there, but go ahead. Oh, no, if you know something else, please enlighten uh, Yeah, I mean, he, 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 made, he made Sunshine look like a nobody. They don't oh, like okay. that. 
No, I'm talking about before that. His stock, his stock started going down before that. <laughs> Wait, he, he how, did, how, did he leave, being, how did he leave Georgia? Yeah, I didn't know that was a problem. Uh, there was a, a racial situation down there. It was kept kind of quiet where uh, he was being called out his name uh, by some of the Georgia faithful down there. And it got to a point that he and his parents were like, you know what, not feeling comfortable, not feeling good. Damn, uh, and that hurts the school, the school's not, I don't know. I'm, I don't know if that did. I'm just saying, I don't know if people, sometimes if you assert yourself and you're not going to take any crap and you say, I'm going to do what I'm going to do and I'm going to do what's right for me and you don't allow, you know, the powers that be to dictate to you, you're more mm. dictatorial in how you go about your business because you have, you know who you are and you have a sense of pride. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm reaching here, but I, I'm like wondering like what happened? Like how did he all of a sudden go from being, the 1A to 1B type kind of quarterback to he's the fourth best quarterback now? Sound like he didn't wait his turn. I do. I, I don't know. He didn't do anything. He hasn't done anything any different than really other people who yeah. go into the quarterback portal. So I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering. It's just a question. It's a query. Like, what did, like who did he piss off? Because I'm trying to understand how a guy with a 7 to 1 touchdown interception ratio since he's been a starter at Ohio State is all of a sudden just persona non grata. And I don't want to hear the crap about Ohio State quarterbacks. Oh, Haskins ruined her for What quarterbacks have come out of Ohio State? I'm sorry. Before Watson, what quarterbacks came out of Clemson? Exactly. Uh, uh, Tom Brady came out of Michigan, and he was a six-round pick. Uh, exactly. Harbaugh and Elvis Gerback, did they set the world on fire? No. What quarterbacks have come out of uh, LSU that's done anything in the pros? Nobody. Who's come out of Alabama since Joe Namath and Kenny Stabler? Nobody. Damn. I mean, what quarterbacks have ever come out of Florida? What hell? I'm a Tennessee guy. <laughs> Before Peyton Manning, what quarterbacks have done anything? What's who's done anything after Peyton? Nobody. So, exactly. so, oh, Miss. Exactly. Hey, hey, uh, Eli hey, what Manning. About, what about Casey Clawson? Yeah, like I said, nobody. <laughs> you know, exactly. <laughs> Eli man. Manning. What, man. what quarterback? What quarterback the old miss did anything out of Eli Manning? Oh, his father? No, his father survived in the pros because he was getting killed at, at, with the New Orleans Saints, but no one did anything from old miss. But Eli's won two Super Bowl rings. So I don't want to hear that crap that Haskins, nobody's done anything out of Ohio State. Whatever, dude. Who did anything from Illinois before Jeff George got there? Oh, wait, Jeff George still didn't do anything. I mean, look, man, Purdue. Okay, you got Drew Brees, right? Okay, Hall of Fame quarterback. Purdue used to be known as a quarterback, you know, the Midwest. They had some nice quarterbacks. Jim never had a decent man. career, but nobody set the world on fire. That's I don't the, want to hear that crap. Man, no, that's Lord. that's such the that's so the laziest, the laziest, laziest, us like a certain like evaluation of these quarterbacks to say the school is the problem, like. Like, so if he stayed at Georgia, it would have been okay. Because where's the person that was over him? Jake Fromm is, right? That's Is yeah, he Jake, even on anybody? Yeah, he's a backup in Buffalo. Exactly. He's well, a backup in Buffalo. No, Mitch Trubisky just took that yeah. from him. Well, he was. <laughs> he, he, he might be on a, a practice squad. Who knows? You know, like, like so well, I guess, like, come on, man. Like, these people is crazy, man. I... I what quarterbacks, of, what quarterbacks out of Texas Tech did anything before Patrick Mahomes? Nobody. Now, I understand if you're going to say 
it's a system at a school. And if that same head coach with that same system has been there for a lot of years and the quarterbacks that have come through them, that system haven't done well once they got to the pros, I can understand you raising your eyebrow, but that's not the case here at Ohio State. It is. Because Ryan Day is, this is his first quarterback, pretty much. This is his first quarterback as as a head coach. Now, he was offensive coordinator when Haskins was there, but Day hasn't been there since Ohio State quarterbacks have been going there for the last 20, 30 years. I don't want to hear that crap. And Haskins is not that he doesn't have the physical ability to do it, he's just a knucklehead. I got nothing to do with his, his ability to throw the football. Or his athleticism, he's just a knucklehead. That that you're gonna put that on on Ohio State? You're gonna put that on Justin Fields? No, he's an idiot. Let's <laughs> no, man. I'm not even about to say that. Not even about to say it. I'm not gonna say it. Is there a quarterback Girl. you now? No. No. Clemson might start turning into that. Because you got Watson, you got this guy who who Who's uh next? Uh, the dude who's dad, the body, but the guy that took over when um, when yeah, Lawrence was hurt, freshman. I, yeah, I, yeah, I can't remember his name. It's a Samoan name. I bet I don't want to. Uh, all I'm gonna say is I bet Lawrence don't get backlash of what a past Clemson quarterback is going through right now. No, no, he won't. But again, that's got nothing to do with Clemson. It's got nothing to do with Lawrence. Yeah, he shouldn't get any backlash, but. I know what you're saying. So, um, yeah, it's just interesting. But I, I have to answer your question. I, I go off on these tangents. I'm sorry. To answer your question, I've got, in my opinion, Justin Fields should be <laughs> number two. He should be number two. And at, at the worst, he should be, you know, three. Um, I, I think the 49ers, because uh, today they went to Alabama, the, the GM and the head coach went to Alabama instead of Ohio State to watch uh, the pro day for – the Crimson Tide. Now, maybe they're watching more than just the quarterback because, you know, the Crimson Tide, as I mentioned before, had like five pros playing this <laughs> this year. So maybe they look at other positions. But um, sometimes I think they do things like that to throw you off. Now, I don't know who they're trying to fool. I don't know why in the third spot they have to throw somebody off because clearly Lawrence is going one. And if the Jets kept their pick and they didn't trade with anybody, well, that's clearly what, they're going to take Wilson. That's what Ryan Pace said he was doing, right? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. I don't even want to care what Ryan Pace ever says. But. They were there too, right? <laughs> yeah, well, that's because you know stragglers and followers do what they, they follow behind leaders. So I don't, I don't even want to, I don't even want to talk about those guys. It's just that I, why that guy still has a job right now is beyond me. And how the hell you gonna have you you you? I mean, seriously, you you look your owner into the face, your employer, the guy that's paying you good money. You look him and his family, that 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 wonderfully older elderly stateswoman. You know, Mrs. McCaskey, you look them in the face and say, oh, yeah, uh, I think it's a good idea that we should move from the three spot in the draft up to two because we can really get the Trubisky guy. Everybody's pumped for him. I like him. He drives the pencil. He's a great kid. We should move up and get him. So you do that idiotic thing because you really didn't have to, but you do it anyway. So you franchise. He's a franchise. He's a franchise. He's a game changer. So this franchise game changer, you moved up to get you, 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 you lost some draft picks in the process and draft equity in the process. You don't even sign him enough or trade him away. You let him walk. You got zero zip, nothing for him. How do you should be fired immediately? How do you not get anything for a quarterback, a quarterback, a number two pick in the draft? You got zero, nothing, 
Nothing. You just let him walk out the door. And you let your cornerback, who's top five, just walk out the door. You got nothing for them. And you have the audacity to say that you want to make more moves? Man, you lost your damn squirrel-ass mind. That makes no sense to me. And the Bears, why are you letting this happen? Why are you continuing to let this happen? And the crazy thing about it is, the crazy thing about it is, he gets away with it because the defense is so good. They have salvaged seasons that should have just been submarine. They salvaged them to be eight and eight. So he hasn't had a losing season in three years. And he's, hey, I haven't had a losing season in three years. We made the playoffs two out of the last three years because you were lucky enough to be dumb enough to be in that spot. Dumb freaking luck. Mediocrity. Mediocrity is rewarded once again. Unfreaking believable. And these jerks still have an opportunity to at worst be eight and eight. Maybe even go nine and seven or ten and six, and they actually have an opportunity to get Sam Darnold, so they can make it seem like it's even better if they can, if they do that. It's just. But oh, you asked about God. Justin Fields. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you say Fields is number two on your board? Yeah, on my board. On your quarterback two. board. All right. <laughs> on my my quarterback board. I think number two pick overall, but he'll be top. He'll be top four. I mean, I. I the first four picks should be quarterbacks. I, I don't know what the Falcons are going to do. If no one makes a move uh, and trades up with the, for the Falcons spot at number four, maybe the Bengals might give up their spot at five, possibly. And, and, and if they feel that they can still get a, a significant player that helps them, I think they really need to get offensive linemen. But Jamar Chase is intriguing to them, or Devontae Smith, or even the tight end Kyle Pitts might be intriguing to the Bengals. But if they want to save their quarterback franchise, they really should get an offensive lineman, whether it's Sewell or if they trade down and get uh, Rashawn Slater. But I think they need an offensive lineman. But the first four or at the worst, four of the first five picks should be quarterbacks. All right. Hey, let's move on to baseball. The Major League Baseball season starts April 1st, opening day. And I can't wait. And another thing. I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm just joking. <laughs> Joke, I'm joking. Well, we got we got him heated. He's on fire. So uh so yeah, so opening day is April 1st, and uh the White Sox had some bad news last week. <laughs> they lost Eloy Jimenez for five to six months, which is basically the season with a freak torn peck injury when he was trying to um uh, uh, Do something he had no business. Yeah, in, in left field. My <laughs> question, my question is, all right, he's a hazard to himself out there, right? Every time he's out there, something happens. And Robert, he ends hurt up him. hurting himself, right? Yeah. Why, why, why are we still trotting him out there? Why is he not just the designated hitter? That's the reason that the designated hitter was 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 made, right? To to put guys that can't field but but can hit really well in the lineup. Trying uh, to why are we trying to keep him out there? I, I don't get it. Man, hey. Spring training. You use yeah. that to get better. He's your he's your everyday left fielder, though. Obviously, there, he there, shouldn't there should, be. There shouldn't have been there. He shouldn't know. It shouldn't have been a question. It should be, hey, Eloy, I know you like playing in the outfield. I don't know why. How how you have the confidence to even run out there. I don't get. <laughs> But you are a designated hitter for the next 15 years, and that's the way it's going to be, and that's it. That case closed. Well, now we, now we lose uh, some, a huge run producer in our lineup 
for basically the entire season. And I, I man, that's well, I, mean, I understand what they were trying to do, but that that didn't make any sense to me. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I remember Bill Melton a lot of times would say, being a designated hitter, it's a lot more difficult than people realize. Playing the game and like fielding and and then batting keeps you loose. Th- Keeps you loose, keeps the continuity, keeps a certain aspect, and and um, you're not just sitting there waiting all day to make a hit. And if you don't get a hit, you got to sit and wait again. It's just it's a different kind of approach. And being in the field allows you to still be part of the team in terms of being engaged and being able to contribute. And maybe him being a young player, you hope he gets better. Like Smoke was saying, <laughs> spring training, you. You know, your left field, keep it simple. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. you know, he like you said, he's a danger to himself, man. And, and uh, to some degree, a danger to Robert. Because, you know, he can pull like a, uh, what's the guy? He pull like a Schwarber and run into somebody and maybe, you yeah. know, hurt the other player too. But, uh, but look, I look at it this way. Maybe it's a little bit of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kismet or karmic in a way. You know, the year Schwarber got hurt, missed most of the season. Came back. Came back, Cubs, in time for the World Series and contributed. Maybe the same thing happens this year with Eloy. I heard earlier today that the five to six has been upgraded to four to five. So maybe he comes back in time for September where he can play himself into some kind of, uh, you know, uh, consistency in terms of hitting and be a contributor down the stretch. And it gives, I I look at it this way. I I try to be real positive. You know, forget the last segment talking about the Bears and, and everything football, but I try to be real positive. The Eloy not being, uh, not playing. Yes, offensively, there's you, you, it's going to be difficult to replace, you know, potential thirty plus home runs, so on and so forth. But I think defensively, the White Sox become a much better team. Uh, I think that defense helps negate some of the runs from other teams, which can help your your team overall in terms of maybe you're not getting the same offense, but you're you're limiting the offense from the, the, the opposition. And I think with LaRusa as your manager, it's a lot more hit and run capabilities involved and you can run those bases a lot more better without someone like Eloy's good. He's okay at running, but he doesn't have that kind of speed like Ingle and Eaton. And he's not good from first to third type kind of guy. I think you're going to see the White Sox run a lot more. I think you see their defense cut a lot of those doubles into making them real long singles. And I, I, I see a team that can, can play baseball in a myriad number of ways and manufacture runs, but still be able to produce runs from some of the other boppers that are in there. And it gives some of your younger players a chance to play too. Um, so I, I don't see it as negatively as it could look like initially. I still think the White Sox, in my opinion, are still a favorite to win that division. But you, but you, but you still lose 30 to 35 home runs. And not saying, right. Not saying you don't. Guys in that, in that lineup. Right. So what do you do to counter that? You what, what you do is you say, hey, we're going to have to manufacture runs more so than we would have expected to. And our defense is going to be better because now we're going to limit the opposition. So instead of maybe winning games eight to six, now we're winning them six to three or four to two. Hey, let's let's uh, let's do our predictions for the season. And uh, so we'll pick our division winners, our wild cards and then our uh, uh, our World Series predictions. So. Uh, let's go smoke. You should go first. No, no, no. You should go first. I should go first. Smoke. You should go first. All right. Because you, yeah, you should go first, and smoke should go last. Or you, I, either you, I should go first. Smoke should go last because he's the baseball <laughs> guy. So right, I'll, so, go, I'll go. I'll go last. That 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 works for me. That works for me. That works. I'll I'll go first. 
and uh and smoking go last. So um let's start with the American League East. Um I'm gonna take the Blue Jays to beat out the Yankees in the East. Huh. Um holy shit. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the White Sox. White Sox to win the Central, uh, and I'm gonna go with the Astros to take the AL West. Um, okay. The and my wild cards will be the Yankees and the Twins. Uh, NL East, um, I got the Braves coming out the coming out the uh, out the East. Um, I'm gonna take the Cardinals to come out of the Central. And I'm going to take the, ooh, I'm going to go with the Padres. Oh, yeah, you just on some other stuff right now. Uh, I'm going to go with the Padres (laughs) out of the West. (laughs) With the Dodgers, Dodgers, and and Phillies as the the wild cards. Okay. All right. Okay. You're next. Hey, I'm gonna find out whatever airs has been smoking or whatever little, you know, whatever edibles he's been uh, consuming. <laughs> no, I'm tripping. I, I don't disagree with a lot of what you said. Uh, maybe the different. Uh, I'm going to take the Yankees to win the East. Uh, begrudgingly, but I'm going to take the Yankees. I just. Man, they're the Yankees. But they're the Yankees. Yeah, begrudging. They get injured a lot, man. They already got guys that are injured. And their pitching staff, the pitching staff is the middle is eh, iffy, and they're one pitcher from getting hurt from being iffy as well. But they're the Yankees, so they'll buy their way back into it. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm gonna take the white. I'm gonna take the White Sox to win. <laughs> and I was struggling between the A's and Houston. I just think. I still think Houston has enough to get by. I don't know if the A's A's lost like, Simeon and Hendricks. Yeah, they, they lost a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's tough. So that's why I'm I'm taking Houston. Now my wild card are actually going to be two teams from the same division. I'm going to take the Blue Jays mm-hmm. and, and Tampa the and Tampa Bay. <laughs> I think those two teams are going to make the make the wild card. Three out of the East. That, Man, that just almost like last year. That East is tough, man. They're getting better. And the, mm-hmm. and the Tampa Bay's got some young talent. I like their outfield. It feels a little questionable, but they're pitching, especially pitching the starting pitching. I mean, got some, yeah. They, they did lose Snell, though. They did lose Snell. I, I know, but but dude, they they know how to get pitchers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they still got they, I, I like their pitching. I think it's deeper than the Yankees pitching, and they've always seemed to give the Yankees problems. They do. Um, so I I'm gonna I'm go with Tampa Bay. And I think they. I think sometimes when you make it to the World Series like that, you you even if you lose, it's a little different than other sports. It, it, it I think it emboldens that emboldens, but I think it you get you get a stronger conviction in your abilities. I think I think it makes you a little hungrier, but I think it proves something to you like you can play at that level. Uh, go up to the National League. Um, wow, man, dude, that National League East. I think anybody can win that one. I mean. <laughs> Whoever's the healthiest, I think, is going to win that division. Um, most of those teams aren't really that deep. They're strong. Some are strong pitching. Some are strong hitting. 
Uh, I don't see a team that has both. I think the Braves come closest to that. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to pick the Braves to win the AL. I mean, NLE, excuse NLE. me. Um, I'm going to pick the Cardinals. I think they're clearly the best team in the Central there. Uh, and then I'm going to take the Dodgers. There's just too much, too much freaking talent. I, the pitching, pitching is ridiculous. Um, now, as far as wild card teams, um, Padres, but it's going to be tough. The wild card in the National League is going to be tough because that National League East, it's going to be a dogfight. Like, whoever doesn't win that division, comes in second may not make the playoffs <laughs> if the Cubs, you know, actually have a decent year. But that being said, I'm going to take the nationals for pitching. And I think the hitting will come around. Wow. They just need to stay healthy. So that's that. Uh, that's, 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 that's how I got. It. Okay. 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 Of course. Right, let me get in here. I got, of course, the Yankees coming out the East. That's, 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 that's easy. Uh I'm sorry, Chicago. I'm going with the Twins to come out the Central. Oh, hater. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going Houston, come out the West. Okay. Wild card teams will be the Tampa Bay Rays and the Chicago White Sox. Okay. I'm not buying the Blue Jays. I'm sorry, guys. Not buying them. I like the Blue Jays, man. Yeah. They got young talent, but I ain't Pitching zippy. Pitching zippy. Uh, go to the NL. I'm going the Braves in the East. Cardinals in the Central. Dodgers in the West. Padres wild card. Mets wild card. The Mets, really? yeah. That's, that's a good Final. one. I don't mind that. You just, you, man, are you from New York? I hate the Mets. Why, why do you hate the Mets? Because I'm a Yankees fan. <laughs> I hate the Mets and I hate the Red Sox. Oh, <laughs> but but I mean I'm I, I think they have they definitely have the arms and I think they I think they're gonna sneak in there this year. Their arms never stay healthy. That's where I stay. That, that's that is that is true. That is true. But I think I think this shit is. They're sneaking there. Yeah, Linda they ain't gonna make no noise, million. but yeah, Linda wants four hundred million. I don't know how that's yeah. gonna play out. Either. Twelve years, three eighty something. He countered them, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's what I got. So, so who's your World, World Series? series All right, so World Series. Um, I'm gonna take the wild card team out of the American League. I'm gonna take the Yankees. Wow. And they're going to play the San Diego Padres. Yankees Padres. I got the Whoa. Yankees winning it all. Whoa. Got the Padres coming out in hell. All right. Now, the World Series, I want to see. I want to see the White Sox and the Padres. However, <laughs> I think realistically, I'm going to go White Sox and Dodgers. Ooh. Homer. The 59. <laughs> yeah, by, the, by the way, I, I want the White Sox to win, and, and I, you know, 
I just know that my prediction is going to kill this team. So I'm not going <laughs> to you like do it, man. <laughs> I'm not going to put that karma out there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good fan. Good fan. Yes. Go. Yes. <laughs> okay. So, Brandon, oh, Yankees, and the, Yankees and the Mets. Okay. I got you. No, sir. <laughs> but I'm going with the real series that the real has been wanting to see for the past couple of years. Yankees, Dodgers, New York, LA. Let's go. Yankees in six. Wow. More right. homework on that pick. I will yeah. admit that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will admit that. More homer on that pick as far as who wins the World Series, because them Dodgers are scary. I... Based, on, based on our NCAA brackets, uh the Yankees We've eliminated are in trouble. The- yeah. Right, we've, we've eliminated the Yankees <laughs> and the Dodgers. <laughs> Wait, y'all got on my teams. Other than the Blue Jay pick, I think we were all about the same, whether they, you know, either, I mean, either you, winning the division or, or yeah. The, or I think the I think the thing was you picking the Blue Jays and the Padres to win those divisions. Yeah, I, I was saying, but we all got them. But, well, well, not, well, I didn't have the. I don't have. We the all Blue got Jays. the Padres going to the going to the to the playoffs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just not, yeah. It's with not that crazy pitching? pick. No, with that pitching and that hitting, yeah. yeah, they just they just need to stay healthy. And the, and the Blue Jays isn't crazy. I mean, you know, pitching's a little iffy in, in, in yeah, Toronto. Yeah, but the the the, the young talent hitting. That can get you through a lot of games. They're going to outscore mm-hmm. a lot of folks. And they can yeah. do that. And they can do that without a doubt. So, yeah, looking forward to the season, man. Yes, they uh, can. They, they may fans will be in the stands. Hopefully, um, we can get out to the ballpark this year. Uh, Stocks Yankees, we definitely got to try to try to make that happen. Mm-hmm. No doubt about it. And so, uh, so with that, That'll do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoking the GM podcast. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. We don't take that for granted. Uh, You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon, and iHeartRadio. You can also find us on uh, hp53productions.com. There's a link um, to the podcast there. And you can also find uh, our other podcasts, uh, the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson, as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. So uh, so definitely look out for that. Um, Man, glad to talk to you guys this week. Glenn, please take us out. All right. Like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. Unless it has to do with Justin Fields being the best quarterback outside of his large. We ain't saying we're right, but we sure said I don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week. Peace. Peace.